It's Monday, June 5th. Do you know what day it is? It's today in sports betting. Hello and welcome to the start of the week. I'm your host, Doug Reed. As always, you can find me at Doug underscore Reed 34 on Twitter. This is Sports Ethos presentation. If you haven't already, please check us out at sportsethos.com. Lots of information on wagering. Fantasy sports, DFS, across all major sports, uh, lots of stuff on tennis, and free podcasts, free information, lots of very reasonable packages for whatever you're into or whatever you're looking for. So check us out. By all means, definitely find something there you're looking for. Uh, before we get into a recap of basketball and into the Major League Baseball slate for tomorrow, just want to take a little update on the history of June 5th in sports, some notable, notable events. In 2005, Rafael Nadal wins his first French Open. And what's interesting is in 2022, so last year, he won his 14th French Open. So since between 2005 and 2022, 17 years, he won 14 French Opens. Unfortunately, he's sidelined with a hip injury, so won't be winning the 2023 French Open. But what a stretch. Uh, a major tournament to be that dominant. Very impressive by old Raph. So on to the NBA. What a game tonight. Miami evens the series with a 111-108 win and a big fourth quarter comeback. Very impressive outing. Um, they came in about minus eight, eight and a half. I think the total is about 216, so they covered that and went over. Uh, the first game, Denver covered and went under. Uh, Denver won 104.93, so the total is 197 the first game. That game went well under. Um, games open, game opened up, I think it opened around Miami minus, uh, pardon me, yeah, Miami minus one, sorry, Denver minus one, one and a half. It's sitting right now about Denver minus two. I jumped on Denver minus two. Uh, looks to be all the early money coming in when I look at DraftKings number, 82% of the bet, 93% of the money already on Denver at minus two. So that number is probably going up. If you're on Denver, I would jump in that as soon as you can. Uh, total of 215 and a half. That's kind of bounced around a little bit in the early uh, markets. I thought of 216, back down to 215 and a half. I see about 48% of the bet, 79% of the money on the under. So lean to the big money going to the under. Uh, in the early going. Still early in that. It's only a couple hours since the game finished. Uh, but it should be an interesting game three on Thursday. So they take the extra long break to travel back to Miami uh, out of the altitude. So it'll be interesting to see how, uh, out of the elevation, it'll be interesting to see how Miami does at home. I thought this series was going six. I still like Denver to win. I think they could probably win one of two uh, in Miami and then go back to Denver, and we only have to win two of the last three. So I see it going six still, uh, and I'm still on Denver. So I'm going to take a quick break before we get to baseball. Uh, not a huge slate, but eight games. Some very interesting plays, I think. So we'll get to that in a second. Eight games in Major League Baseball, starting at 4.05 in the East in Boston, where the Red Sox host the Tampa Rays. You can get the Rays on the road at minus 170. Favorite. Uh, you can get the home Red Sox at plus 145. Total here is nine juice to the under at minus 115. I actually jumped on the under right there at minus 115. Might want to hold off. Uh, well, probably not because I think this is maybe probably going to eight and a half. Obviously, money coming in uh, on the under. So it's probably going to be dropped down even a little more. Reason being is lefty Shane McClanahan starts for Tampa. And he's been having a Cy Young worthy season again. 69 two-thirds innings, 2.07 ERA 
1.15 whip. Uh, has chugged along very consistent every outing. Bram Bellow starts the young ready for Boston, 39 to 30 innings, 3.89 ERA, 1.47 whip. Uh, he's been doing fairly well for a young guy. Uh, I don't know that he's a big prospect or a lot of hype around him. He's not a big prospect or a lot of hype around him. But Tampa's kind of slowed down lately. Still a good hitting team. Um, Boston's decent, above average, definitely against uh, lefties. So they could get to McClanahan. But the way he's been pitching, I think he can shut anybody down. So uh, I'm on the under. I like Tampa to win. Can't take minus one. Can't lay minus one, 170. Their run line is minus 105. I'm not going to lay a, a run line in Boston, especially at a negative number. So and so I am on the total, though, under nine. Didn't quite get it early enough. Uh, I see about 61% of the bets, 86% of the money on the under at nine. Uh, so moving down, could get to eight and a half by the morning or midday. Um, but I definitely like the total here at under nine, 640 in the East, where the Phillies hosting the Tigers. You can get the home Phillies as huge minus 240 favorites. The Road Tigers at plus 200. Total here is eight and a half. Just the over at minus 115. The starters for the Tigers, you get lefty Joey Wentz on the hill. 47 innings, 7.280 ERA. 1.68 whip has been struggling pretty consistently. Um Veteran Aaron Nola on the hill for the Phillies, 74 and two-thirds innings, 4.70 ERA, 1.13 whip, uh, a little more consistent. When I look at uh, how Phillies doing against lefties, they're doing all right, but pretty much about league average. Sorry, just trying to pull this up again for Philadelphia. Um, nope, sorry, they're a little worse than league average, about 22nd, 22nd overall in uh, batting average at 244. 291 on base percentage puts them uh, against lefties very low at 29th. And a 419 slugging puts them 17th, so kind of mid-pack slugging. So they have some, they're getting some power, but not a lot of uh, hits and not a lot of average, or uh, not a lot of uh, runners. Uh, I'm not on this game. Uh, I think Noel is a much better pitcher, and Wentz has been struggling. Um, if anything, I would lean Philly, but I can't take minus 240. And their run line is minus 120, and they're the home team, so you definitely don't want to take that. If anything, maybe the Tigers run line a plus 105. So kind of the it's not called a reverse run line, but uh, as the underdog, plus 105 at or plus one and a half at plus 100. So they have to lose if they lose by one run you still cover it. They have to lose by two or more. So that might be, considering Philly doesn't have a lot of success against lefties, uh, that might be worth looking at if you want to play this game. Next game, 640 in the East. We have the Royals in Miami to take on the Marlins. The home Marlins minus 175 on the money line. The road Royals plus 150. Total here is eight, juiced to the over at minus one and a half. And I'm not, I can't find a, can't get my head around either side of this total. Uh, two struggling offenses. This is Carlos Hernandez is on the hill for Kansas City. He is going definitely going to be an opener. Every time he's pitched, he's only got an inning or two. Uh, 28 and third innings, 4.78 ERA, 1.2 whip. Young Braxton Garrett on the bump for Miami. Uh, the lefty, 53rd and 53rd innings, 4.22 uh, ERA, 1.31 whip. But Kansas City uh, does hit lefties better than you would think. Not great. Um, they don't hit anybody great. Uh, 21st in slugging at 407. 323 on base percentage puts them 
kind of around mid-pack, yeah, um, 16th, just to, oh, fifth, tied for 15th with the Dodgers. And a 248 batting average against lefties puts them also uh, right around mid-pack, 19th, a little below mid-pack. So they're not terrible, considering their overall numbers aren't that strong. Um, but Hernandez is only going to go one, maybe two innings. So really hard to get a gauge, hard to get a gauge on what either team's going to do. If anything, I would back Miami, not at minus 175, and their run line is only plus 110. So not a fan of backing the fish in any way, shape, or form. So I'm going to stay away from that game. We go from Miami to Pittsburgh with the battle of the, well, they're not cellar dwellers, but the way the Pirates are playing lately, I think they're heading in that direction. Oakland is in Pittsburgh for a series against the Pirates. You can get the home Pirates at minus 190. Not sure they're going to be minus 190 favorites again this year. Uh, The road A's at plus 160. A um, little surprised here. If anything, I would lean to the A's. I, you know, they are potentially setting a record for the worst team um, ever. But when I look at the numbers at plus one sixty, um, I think there's some value there. Uh, both pitch, two pitchers have been doing fairly well. So sorry, totals eight and a half. Choose them um, both ways to minus one ten. So a uh, coin flip there. Oakland starts lefty J.P. Sears, 59 two-thirds innings, 4.37 ERA, 1.07 whip. So not overly impressive looking numbers, but he has pitched a little bit better lately. Uh, when I pull up his game logs, so last game against Atlanta, a great offense, six innings, four hits, just one earned run, one walk, and two strikeouts. Probably out against Seattle, not a great offense, five innings, three hits, one earned run. Probably at Houston, uh, six innings, five hits, two earned runs. Prior to that, at home versus Texas, five and a third, five hits, uh, two earned runs. So in his last four outings, he's faced Atlanta. I mean, even if scratch out, Atlanta, Houston, and Texas, three of the four best, three of the top offenses in baseball, and given up one run to Atlanta, two to Houston, and two to Texas. Now, he's not going deep in games, um, five, six innings kind of thing, but he's been pitching much better. Terrible, terrible team behind him. Um, but he's going against Pittsburgh, and I think Pittsburgh can be shut down quite easily. Uh, now, Johan Oviedo um, comes in 58 innings pitched, and sorry, 58 innings pitched, 4.5 ERA, 1.55 whip. Well, not impressive numbers either, but he's also pitched decent lately. Uh, his last game at San Fran, four and third innings, uh, three hits, one earned run. Prior to that, got knocked around against Texas, five and two thirds, six hits, three earned runs. Against Arizona, six innings, two hits, one earned run. Against Baltimore, five innings, four hits, one earned run. So three of his last four outings, he's gone. Uh, last game, he only went four and a third. But three of his last four outings, he's only given up one run. Um, so he's pitching better, and he's going against Oakland, who is a brutal offense. So I actually like the under here. The under is minus 110. I got it earlier on FanDuel, a minus 102. Um, I would hold off on this because I see um, at minus 102, it might be moving up. Might be moving to nine. So I would check back. I would look at this in the morning, see uh, if this number gets up closer to, if it gets not closer to nine, eight and a half if it gets to nine. I would definitely play it at eight and a half at minus 110. Uh, I played it at, or I'm looking at it at minus 102 on FanDuel and going to wait to see if it moves to nine. If it moves to nine, I'd be jumping on it, even at minus 115. Because uh, I actually think this is a bit of a, a low-key pitcher's duel because the pitchers have been doing well and the two offenses are terrible. So I would look at this definitely... If it hits nine to play the under, and even at eight, eight, uh, eight and a half, if you can get it at uh, still at minus 110, minus 105. 
Next game in Toronto, where the Astros are in town to start a series against the Blue Jays. You can get the home Jays at minus 130 favorites. The road Astros at plus 110. Total here is 9.5. Juice to the over at minus 120. So obviously money's coming in in the over. Um, when, I, when I look at the numbers, 52% of the money is on the over 90. Sorry, 52% of the tickets, 90% of the money is on the over. So everybody's thinking this game's going over. And I think it's a function of the bats. Both teams are good hitting teams. And Alec Manoa going for the Jays. So uh, Alec Manoa, 57 and two-thirds innings, 5.46 ERA, 1.77 whip. He has really struggled. 41 walks in 57 and two-thirds innings. That ain't going to cut it. Uh, Brendan Belak. The righty for Houston has done all right this year. 31 innings, 3.19 ERA, uh, 28 strikeouts, just under strikeout inning, 1.45 whip. So he's not exactly lighting the world on fire. But my plays here are on Houston. I like Houston on the money line. Um, you know, two very good offenses. Um, and I like them because of what – because they have, uh, they have Manoa opposing them. I also like Houston first five – total runs of over two and a half. And I got that at even plus 100 on DraftKings. When you look at Manoa, Manoa struggled in every game, but I think one early in the year, he had a good outing, but his last few outings, uh, last game against Milwaukee, he pitched four innings, gave up three hits, two earned runs, was pulled a little early. I think they're trying to limit him just to give him some confidence, but uh, four innings, three hits, three walks, two earned runs, just two strikeouts. Prior to that, at Tampa, Good team, obviously, but just three innings, three hits, five walks, five runs, four were earned. Against Baltimore, five and two-thirds, six innings, uh, five and two-thirds, six hits, one walk, two earned runs. Prior to that, against the Yankees, four innings, five hits, seven walks, five earned runs. Against Philly before that, four and two-thirds innings, four hits, four walks, three earned runs. Obviously, walks are killing him. And you're facing a, a Houston team that's going to be patient. Uh, they're going to wait for their pitches. And I can't really see him him turning things around um, tomorrow against Houston. It's a tough out. It's a tough, tough matchup. Now, Belak is not a dominant pitcher in his own right. But I think he can keep them in the game. And if their bats, the Houston bats can get to Manoa, as I think they can, then I think Houston can not only win, but I think they can get, get to at least three runs in the first five innings. And cover that prop the next game we travel to cincinnati 7-10 in the east we have milwaukee against um sorry we have milwaukee against cincinnati and you can get the home reds at minus 115 favorites the road brewers at minus 105 total here's nine and a half just the over at uh minus 115 and most money i think is still coming in on the over well site split i see 44 percent of the bets 54 percent of the money coming in on the over um, Julio Tehran is on the hill for Milwaukee. Just 11 innings pitch, 0.82 ERA, 0.82 whip. So hard to really gauge anything that he's done. And lefty Andrew Abbott, and this is my angle here. Lefty Andrew Abbott is on the hill for Cincinnati. A rookie uh, making his major league debut. Has done really well uh, in the minors. Off to a great start. Now, major league debut in Milwaukee, in, in Cincinnati is can be challenging, no doubt. Um, but sorry, what did I say? The number was, yeah, the total was nine. I got it on FanDuel at 10. Now it was just up to minus 115. And I took the under for this reason. Tehran, um, has pitched well in his brief outings this year. And 
The angle here is Milwaukee is terrible. The worst team against left-handed pitching. I realize Abbott's a rookie, but they've really struggled. Uh, worst batting average in the majors at, against lefties at 210. Uh, they are the worst on-base percentage, 287. Slugging percentage, they are the worst at 341. So the worst batting average, worst on-base percentage, worst slugging percentage. Pretty good team. Um to make your major league debut against as a lefty. So I just think runs could be at a premium. I know it's in uh, Great American Ballpark, which is a bit of a, a, a run-producing haven for batters. But I just think Abbott can come out, um, potentially stifle a team that's been average at best and against lefties have been really bad. So uh, I'm on the under 10. I got it at minus 115 uh, at FanDuel. And I would even wait... A little closer to game time. If this gets up to, I mean, most of the money's coming in um, at the nine and a half. So I would wait to see if this gets up to uh, ten and a half to play it. Uh, if it if it stays at ten, jump on it. But if it gets, to, but maybe wait a little longer, see if it gets to ten and a half because that's a, that's even better. Uh, obviously, next game we're in Texas, where the Rangers are hosting St. Louis. Texas comes in minus one thirty favorites. Uh, you can get the road cards at plus 110. Total here is 9.5. Choose to the over at minus 115. And interesting pitching matchup. You have the veteran Adam Wainwright on the hill for St. Louis. The 26 and a third inning, 6.15 ERA, 1.71 with really struggled. Eight walks decent, just 16 strikeouts. And for Texas, you have Martin Perez, the lefty. 61 innings, 4.43 ERA. 1.54 whip. Now I was looking at Texas. Texas's run line is plus 140, and that's a pretty big number. I'm gonna watch that. I may be on that later, uh, but for for now, I'm on Texas's first five over two and a half runs. Got that at minus 115 on DraftKings. Wainwright has really struggled this year, and uh, was injured obviously to start the year. Has come back and has not looked good. In his five starts, he's gone. Just to quickly go through his. Against KC, five innings, three earned runs. Against Cincinnati, at Cincinnati, five and two-thirds, five earned runs. Against the Dodgers at home, five and two-thirds innings, five runs, two were earned. At Boston, five innings, four runs, all were earned. At Detroit, uh, versus Detroit, five innings, four runs, all were earned. So he's given up uh, four more runs in four of his five starts, and the other one was a three-run uh, game. He's given up. The one game he only gave up two earned runs, but other than that, he's given up three or more, and he doesn't go deep in games. He basically goes to five innings a little a little beyond if he can get there. Um, and Texas's bats are as hot as anybody. So I've got to, when I look at Texas against righties, um, 270 uh, batting average against righties. Sorry, just pulling this up. Texas, the best batting average, 272 in the league. Second best on base at 335, and their slugging of 460 is the best. Uh, all against righties. So I think they get the Wainwright. I might be on the run line, not on it yet. Um, and it's a nice price, so minus one, plus 140 or plus 145. Shop around for that. But I am on the Rangers' first five over. Last game of the night in San Diego. Padres host the Cubbies. Um, you can get the home Padres minus 170 in the run line. The road Cubbies at plus 145. Total here is 8.5. Juice to the under minus 115. Uh, this game's a stay away from me. I like the Padres. Uh, but even their run line is only plus 115. Um, they have lefty Blake Snell. Potters have lefty Blake Snell. 56 innings, 4.5 ERA, 1.5 whip. 
terrible numbers, but he's pitched better lately. He seems to be waking up a little, not dominating, but waking up a little. And veteran Kyle Hendricks in his low 80s fastball comes in for Chicago. Just nine to third innings, 3.86 ERA, 1.82 whiff. Now, I like Tampa. Uh, pardon me, Tampa. And Blake's now pitching for Tampa in my head. Um, but the Cubbies actually hit lefties fairly well, so I can't be backing um, San Diego here, trying to pull up the Cubbies numbers. And, yeah, overall batting average 279 against lefties, which puts them seventh best in, in the majors. 342 on base percentage puts them, um, sorry, 349, sixth best. And a 466 slugging puts them fourth best. So doing well against lefties. Um, I just don't know if, I mean, so they may be able to get to him for a few runs, Blake Snell for a few runs. And that's why most of the money's coming in in the over. I just don't know if, um, San Diego and their very inconsistent offense will get the Hendricks. I think they will. Uh, if anything, I would lean to the over. When I look at the numbers, uh, 54% of the money coming in the over. Sorry, 54% of the bets coming in the over, 89% of the money. So definitely the market's thinking the money, uh, this game's going over. And if you want to jump on it, try and get it at 8.5. It's probably moving. Um, I think it's probably going to be moving to nine by the morning. And if you can get it eight and a half, I'd probably jump on that. And maybe even nine, uh, I'd consider that. Because I think the Cubbies can get to Snell, and I think San Diego can get to Hendricks. You just never know. These are two veteran pitchers, and either one of them could show up and pitch well. And if one of them does, then all of a sudden that number is in jeopardy. So that's a major league slate. Now we head to the ice for game two of the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Vegas won the first game. Uh, on Saturday night, 5-2, total of seven went over, and they covered, obviously, um, on the money line and the puck line. Right now, the Vegas Knights come in minus 135 in the money line. You can get the Road Panthers plus 115. Total here is five and a half, juice to the over at minus 120. I would actually lean to Vegas again. You can get the puck line at plus 200, so that's minus one and a half. That's probably the play. Uh, they have to win by two goals, and... Like I've always said in hockey, especially in the playoffs, teams are going to pull their goalies. If Vegas is up by, um, you know, if Vegas is up by a couple goals late in the um, late in the game, Florida's going to pull their goalie for sure with three, four, five minutes left to try and uh, get back in it. And they're going to pull out all the stops late in the game to um, try and tie it up. They would regularly in any game, but especially in, especially in the playoffs. Um, they'll pull their goalie even earlier. So if anything, I would look to Vegas. I think Vegas is the better team. I think they win the series. I think they probably win it in six, um, maybe even five. Although I've been saying that through the first three rounds that Florida wasn't going to win. Florida wasn't going to win. Florida wasn't going to win. And they've proven me wrong. Uh, but I think, I don't want to say their bubbles burst because they've certainly deserved to be where they are. But I think the Knights are the better team. And at minus one and a half, there's probably a fair bit of value um, at plus 200. That's a pretty juicy number there. So the Knights on the puck line is probably the play. I'm not sure I'm going to play it, but I might play it in the end. So hope you enjoyed uh, that recap. There are just eight, eight Major League Baseball games and one game on the ice tomorrow night. Uh, the NBA takes an extra long break. So we have three days in between games instead of the usual two. Or sorry, two days in between games instead of the usual one. Um, but that series resumes on the 7th. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hopefully you got some angles. Hopefully you can make money. Hopefully we can make money. And we can have a great day in sports betting.
special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.